What's up, everybody? Here we are again. Here we are again. You are tuning in and listening to the most wonderful podcast for the universe. Real quick before we get started with everything, I want to give a shout out to Brooke Miller. She's a listener of the podcast, a fan of the podcast, I'm assuming, because she just took the extra step and donated some love in the form of cash. So huge shout out to Brooke. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. If you are unaware or you didn't know, maybe you didn't know, but if you go to our website, energyislovepodcast.com, down at the bottom, there's a little button that says donate. So if you are so inclined, by all means, click on that and throw us some cash, throw us some love. Everything that is donated to the podcast goes directly back to the podcast. So Follow in the footsteps of those before you, and like I said, if you are so inclined, by all means, go donate. And even if you just want to sit back and think positive thoughts and send positive energy for the podcast, we love that shit too. But go subscribe, share, uh, tell people, do all of those things that we talk about or that I talk about all the time for the podcast, for the universe. Remember, energyislovepodcast.com. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors, As Above, So Below. As Above, So Below is the coolest, most amazing, incredible little metaphysical shop located in Roy, Utah. So if you are in Roy or if you are in the northern part of the state, by all means, drop by and say hello to everyone at As Above, So Below. When you think about your spiritual journey, your life, your experience in the space of energy healing or just expansion, all of the things that you could possibly need, want, or desire can be found at As Above, So Below. Coming up on August 13th is going to be their fall metaphysical fair. It's going to be an all-day event, so it's going to be a wonderful opportunity to come out and check out the shop if you haven't yet, as well as check out all the vendors and healers and readers and everything that they're going to be having. Remember, mark your calendars August 13th. And while you're at it, go like their Facebook, show them some love. You can find them through our website. If you click on the Sponsors tab, you'll see the link for As Above, So Below. On today's episode, on this episode, episode 89, yeah, that's right, because 88 was the last episode with my wonderful wife. On today's episode, I have Mark Westside Johnson. So way, way back at the beginning of the podcast, Mark was episode number two. He was my second interview for the podcast. Mark and I have known each other for a long, long time. I used to train jiu-jitsu with Mark back in the day. He's just an amazing guy. He's somebody that I love chatting with, somebody I like talking to. He's got um, a lot of really good insight in regards to just life in general. So we get to catch back up and see what he's been up to, see what his life's been like over the past year. We get to learn a little bit more about Mark in this episode as well, which is kind of neat. He has his own jiu-jitsu school up in Ogden, Utah. It's called Westside Jiu-Jitsu. I think he's a philosopher, even though he probably wouldn't call himself that. He's got copious amounts of wisdom that he kind of throws out there and shares with anyone and everyone. I would highly recommend that you go and follow Mark on Facebook, not just for a laugh most of the time, but he's also, like I said, very, very deep, thought-provoking kind of guy. If you click on the show notes, you'll be able to find links to his stuff. Um, Also, if you go to our Facebook page, you'll be able to see all of the links to follow him and all that kind of jazz that we do. But for now, you get to sit back and enjoy this entertaining funny, thought-provoking, deep at times, wonderful episode of the podcast with my kick-ass guest, Mark Johnson. Here we go. You're listening to the Energy is Love podcast. Energy is love. The Energy is the love podcast. The Energy is Love podcast. Energy is love. The Energy is Love podcast. The podcast for the universe. The Energy is Love podcast. 
Yeah, we'll call that good. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to get the quiet as quiet as that yeah. I could get, but we can always move back there if you mm. want. This is perfect, man. This All works. Right. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate you taking the time again. Of course. Uh, Eighty-six episodes later. Dang, man, <laughs> that's crazy. That's really good testament. That's good. Well, I can't good believe job. I was thinking about it on the way up here. I can't believe that um, you know, it's been that long and that yeah. I've done that many episodes and I've uh, continued to follow your journey and all the shit that you've been doing and all the cool <laughs> stuff that you've been up to. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to touch bases again and have you come back on. All right, cool. I'm glad to be here. So I think when we recorded last a long time ago, I think um, you were just wrapping up and whether the school year was out or it was mm. getting close to out, but basically you were ending that part of your life. Right. Yeah. So I was finishing... 20, was 21 years of high school English teaching. And so actually, let's see, at the end of this month, August, uh, that'll be my first year away from the school, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's been good, man. I, I drive my car or ride my bike past there all the time. Middle finger right in the air. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's nothing towards any kids. Like I've probably said this before, but it just feels good. To be, you know, to be out would, of that, right? I wouldn't say free. I mean, because you're not, I'm not free to do whatever I want, but I have a lot of choices that I feel I felt like I didn't have uh, working for somebody else, you know? Do you think that's probably like the biggest difference for you that you've noticed over this past year? Um, that's a, that's a big difference. And then also my weaknesses as a human being keep popping up, <laughs> You know, like, man, how am I going to eat today, you know? And it's not even bad. It's a good thing. It's it's an awesome thing. Like, okay, you know, this bill is coming up. And before, you know, it's everything's pretty safe. You're like, okay, even if I'm doing a shitty job, I'm still going to get paid. Yeah, it's much easier to plan. Yeah, yeah. and so you're like, oh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be fine. And now it's like, well, let's see if I can pay all my bills. And it's not even the same kind of stress. It's a, it's a stress, but it's not anywhere near as stressful as doing a job that you don't really like to do, or you're not uh, 100% in agreement with, like I was saying before about uh, all the testing, school testing, and I, I just couldn't get behind that. And so even now I'm like, yeah, screw that, man. And the funny thing is, I don't know... It doesn't really matter what you believe in, but something takes care of you. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. I don't know. Well, you can call it God. You can call it the universe. Uh, you can call it uh, the Tao, whatever you want to call it. Something is taking care of me. Like, oh, shit, I can't pay this bill. I, it's like 300 bucks. And then, boop, three people sign up for jujitsu. Or, oh, dude, I forgot to pay you for the last three months. I'm like, oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, yes. I got it. You know, it's a great feeling. I, I just, I like it. So I've had this conversation with my wife before because <clears throat> it's been, uh, just over two years or coming up. I think it's just been over two years since I haven't had like a job per right. se, right? Yeah. yeah. Working for myself and trying to do that yeah, hustle or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. it dawned on me like earlier this year, I sat back and I realized like, do we still have stress? Yeah. Do yeah. we still stress about money and finances and paying bills? We yeah. do. Mm -hmm. But I realized that it wasn't any more stressful. No. 
than it was when we both were working full time and had those regular paychecks. Yeah. And the fact was we still had the stresses, but all the added stuff on top of it that we no longer had. Right. And then all the things that we now had the opportunity to experience and benefit. Yep. It made that stress about money and finances and paying bills way, way less. It's minimal, man. It's minimal. Like I, I wake up in the morning, I'm like, yes, I get to, you know, I get, some days suck. I'm like, dang, I don't want to deal with this person. Or I don't want to do that. But 98% of the time when I wake up, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. Yeah, I got, I got bills, but I always have bills. That's not going anywhere. But, you know, I can get up, I can do this, I can do that. That's, to me, it's, I'm hesitant to call it freedom. But it's damn close, you know, really close. How come you're hesitant? Well, because I don't think we're actually free. I mean, if I'm paying bills, I'm not free. <laughs> you know? yeah. I might be tied to my house because I made that decision to buy a house, but I'm still tied to it and I'm not free from it. But you can't really, you know, if I got to eat, you know, you're not free from hunting stuff down or making money <laughs> to get some bread or, or whatever. You, you're tied to it. You're not, you know. So you're just not, you know, you're just not, you're not, you're not free, but it's not a bad thing. It's yeah. Just, you know, you're committed to some things. I'm tied to some things. Part of being human. We're just connected to, to some things. We can't be free from it all. Do you, um, have you had enough time away from it or have you been in this space of trying to <clears throat> move through life in such a different way? Uh, that you have um, some clarity in it, or do you feel like you're still kind of finding your way and figuring things out? I don't. Yeah, it might be a little close still, but I don't. I don't think so. It's. Uh, I, I just have the same. I'm in the same mind frame as when I stopped uh, teaching. I'm still like, dude. I want to do stuff. I just want to do things. I'm gonna die in what, however many days. And I just don't want to waste them. And that's it. That's that's pretty much what I, and I'm still doing my yes thing. Like, Mark, let's go do this. And if I'm not going to die doing it, uh, I'm going to go ahead and do it. If I, you know, if I want to do it, of course. <laughs> if I want to do it, I'm not going to die. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And to me, that makes so much, it, it's amazing. You're just like, dude, I just did that. That was awesome. The one thing I'm discovering is, um, human beings, at least me, we're never satisfied. And so that's what I'm finding out. Like, no matter what I do, okay, this is going to make me happy. You know, quitting my job is going to take stresses away and I'm going to be happy and I'll be good. Not that I wasn't happy before, but I'll be happier, put it that way. And so then you do it and you're like, mm, there's something missing, right? No matter what you do, there's there's something missing. And then I've, I've, in this year, I've, I've discovered that that never gets filled. There's always going to be something. Missing. No matter what I do, no matter how much money I make or don't make, no matter where I go, there's a little hole there that will never be filled. And that's good because I want to try to fill it. It's not going to be filled. I want to try to fill it. And that trying to fill it is what my life's going to be about. Do you think that's part of like the, um, <clears throat> like part of the structure of life, however oh, yeah, it came man. to be, where that's yeah, part yeah, of the process? That's it. Yeah, that's it. Just, just imagine if you were completely satisfied with your life, 
you wouldn't do shit. <laughs> you yeah. wouldn't do a damn thing. You just sit there and be satisfied. But that's not how we're built. We we it, whether we admit it or recognize it or not, we there's things that we want. There's things we want to do. There's there's there are things. We're not complete beings. I don't think we're made like that. I think there's something that's missing, or we think it's missing. Probably isn't. It's probably all there. Happiness is within us and all that, you know. But all that bullshit. It, pretty much. <laughs> but that little desire is there too, and, and whether you admit it or not, there are things that we're chasing, whether it's happiness or a girl or a dude or, you know, escape or, you know, whatever. And we're going to go ahead and look for that. And then to me, for me, that's what my life is, that little it's, I wouldn't call it a search. I wouldn't call it a journey. I wouldn't even call it a path. It's just trying to fill that little, and sometimes it's a tiny thing, little tiny hole like, I want to go back to school. Well, what for? That shit is expensive, and you can learn from a lot of people. You don't need to go to school for a certificate, but there's something inside of us that's telling us, man, we need to go for this. And then when we get it, we're like, all right, well, that was cool, but now what? What am I going to do now? And then find something else. So do you have that, Um, because I think you're right. Like, for me, I agree with you totally. I think that mm -hmm. there is always that little part of us that isn't going to be satisfied. Yeah. That even when you find so-called peace and right. quiet and mm -hmm. content right. Right, in your yeah. life, it lasts so, it's a blink of an eye. Right. It's and just, then almost instantly yeah. you're itching again and you're trying to decide yeah. and move. Yeah. And we never really feel totally comfortable. Right. Um. Do you have, like, what are some of the things that you've done over the past year where you maybe have gotten to that point and did it, is it a slow build where you kind of realize? Because I think sometimes we, it's, it's like human nature where we're always going to be reaching for more, but then right. when we think we get there, then that's going to be it. Like we're yeah. good, we're golden, right? Yeah. And you realize, no, no, no there's more. There's no end, man. <laughs> yeah. I, let me think. So the, before when I was doing my, um, you're without fear thing, my my book. Um, I thought, okay, I'll I'll do this, I'll do that, like I'll run a marathon, I'll do you know, do all these things. And they were they were awesome. They were great. And then when you finish them, it's not a disappointment. It's just like, oh, okay, I did that. That was amazing. you know. But you're not it's it's it doesn't satiate you, you know, you're not like, I'm done. No, you're like, shit, I wanna do some more. Yeah. And uh so I there's so many so many things that I want to do, but I realize that once I do them, there's gonna there's it isn't gonna end, you know. I <laughs> I'm gonna want to do other stuff, and I think that's the purpose of that 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 feeling of not being complete. There's a purpose, a reason for that, at least for me, and I'm glad it's there. I know that it'll never be filled in. That little hole will never be filled in. But it's not a bad thing. You know, I I feel comfortable with the, the idea that I'm not going to be satisfied. And that little thinking or acknowledgement or realization makes me feel good. You know, I, I get it. I'm like, yeah, okay, I don't, I don't need to be satisfied. Why? Well, you kind of find satisfaction in that thought, and, and right? Just, and just understanding that it ain't going to happen, man. And so... It just opens everything up. And that's that's another thing that I've discovered to be like an open person. 
as opposed to like sheltering yourself, building walls, you know, the metaphorical uh, wall building and all that. Man, if you can just be open and just start tearing down those little walls that we put up, it, uh, you can do anything. I know it's cheesy. I don't give a shit. It's cheesy, but it's true. You know, it, you can do any damn thing. And so I'm, I'm, I'm realizing that now. It's really a cool thing. Is it the type of thing that you're trying to do it, um, like with you know all your relationships throughout yeah, life man. and friendships yeah. and things like that? Everything. And then, are you taking that extra step to go inside and try to do it internally yeah, as well? That's where it starts. You can't. You're not being open from the outside in. You know what I mean? Yeah. That goes from the inside first, and then you open up, and then you're like, oh shit, that was cool. Like. Especially in relationships, you know, you're just like, it's real easy once you you have a relationship and it ends. It's real easy to kind of be like building that wall and protecting your heart and your emotions. And uh, then you meet the next person and you're all closed up. So they spend all their energy trying to break you down and find the real you. And by that time, they're tired, <laughs> you know. I don't want to rip your walls down. I just want to meet you with no walls. You know what I mean? But that doesn't happen very often. But I, I just want to be open. So tell me, because I think it's a great way to, like, that's what I strive to do as much as I can. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and it's it's, it's constantly challenging it's, it's and tough. it's a practice. Yeah. And I suck at yeah. it, you know, probably more <laughs> than I succeed at it. Yep, me too. But um, what do you do specifically, like, in your mind when you think about that? If you were going to tell somebody that, that concept and idea somebody might uh -huh. resonate with, but then they're yeah. like, that's fine. Yeah, what how? the hell do I do? How yeah. do I do that? Yeah. The, it, you know what it's like? This kind of like uh, abstract, I'm just going to call it abstract thinking because mm -hmm. it's not it's not concrete for sure. Like if you've ever been to a seminar, and I'm sure you have, you probably taught some, and, you, and the person presenting gives this great idea, uh, whatever it is. It's, it's a beautiful, you're like, yes. And I always compare it to like a hippopotamus, right? They're giving you this giant hippopotamus, and it's yours, and it's amazing, and it was worth the $120 you paid to go to the seminar. And you're like, yes, I can't wait to get this home. But how do you get it home? You got hippopotamus. How are you <laughs> yeah. going to get it home? You can't take it on the plane. You can't put it in a car, you know? And so what do you do? Do you dice it up? Do you take a leg home? You know, yeah. Now the hippos is three legged hippo somewhere, <laughs> and you got the foot. What are you gonna do with it? So that's a, that's a good question. So when I I don't go okay, I'm gonna meet this girl. She's fine as hell. I'm gonna be as open as I can. I mean, you know, <laughs> you just yeah, it's not a conscious yeah, thing. It's just, yeah, it's just not like that. It's a thing where you're like, I always start mine with the judgment. I always catch myself ever since I was young. It's human. We, we use it to protect ourselves, but judging, you know. So if I see a dude, like I just took my son, he just turned nine, to um, water park. There was this big old cat, probably my size, maybe a little bigger. And, uh, you know, blonde ponytail, big dude. And uh, sometimes I used to make stories up about people like, Oh, he's like this because this probably happened to him. Or he's not taking his shirt off because he's embarrassed about being overweight. Or I make these these big old stories I'm making up. 
And I just stopped doing that. So so we saw this big dude and I I saw him and I'm like, I ain't gonna make it. I don't even know this dude. If I wanna know him, I'm gonna go up to him and be like, Hey, you know what's up, man? My name's Mark, blah, blah, blah. And then let him tell me the story. I'm not gonna make up a story. So part of being open for me is not coming up with these judgments and these little stories that I always you know, I just make up and, and try to figure people out and Really, I have no idea. I don't know that person. And the same thing if if I'm dating somebody, I don't. I don't. I'm gonna learn about them. I'm not gonna put all my shit on them. I'm just gonna be, you know, without saying open too much. I probably said it fifty <laughs> times already, but without using that word, I just gonna accept. <laughs> just let it come in. The good stuff, the shitty stuff. Just let it let it come in. And then I can deal with it. But if I'm shut off to that, if I'm like, oh, this this dude right here, he's a big dude. He doesn't know how to eat. Well, you know, why is he that big? Because I, and I, and I feel like I have insight because I was that big too, you know, and st- I'm still that big. But uh, when I think I know something and I really don't, that's a wall for me. Yeah. And if I recognize that, oh, I'm making walls because I think I know and I don't, you know, I don't know shit, then it becomes open. So that's what I, one of the big things for me is not putting my story or what I think on somebody else, whether I'm in a relationship with them or they're walking by, you know? So it's really challenging though. Oh, uh, dude. Like if you stop and think <laughs> about like, if you, if you take a look at yourself, cause as you're talking, I'm sitting there thinking about how common that is. You know, I do that a lot. Yeah. Like yeah. You're moving throughout your day and people right. that you meet and everything like that. And we always want to put them in some sort of context right? in some box or something like that, where now we can understand where they're coming from, right. who they are. Yeah. And then it gives us some ability to relate to them. Like, mm-hmm. what do I need to show up as and how do I need to represent myself yeah. so that I can communicate yeah, and interact with connect. this person? Yeah. And instead of doing that, just staying in that space of like, whatever is whatever, right? Yeah. However they yeah. are. But then I think it, because... <clears throat> I think it's a noble thing to do and I think it's a good way to move through life. Yeah. But I'm sitting there thinking about it and I'm like, that's super challenging for me because then it's going to yeah. put me in that You're space vulnerable. where I'm very vulnerable, yeah. right? Yeah. Now I have to see, like, I can't put any of my story in pretext of what I want them to see, yeah, exactly. what I want them yeah. to kind of pick up on. Because you have open to be open now. to it. You're open. You're vulnerable. That's, that's the big thing. You're just, you're just, you're not trying to protect yourself. Like, one of my uh, a girl I was seeing a while ago, uh, we used to joke. She was like a dragon, you know, fire breathing, and she was like fierce, and that's how her personality was. And I, I didn't, I just wanted to be a knight, but I didn't want any armor. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just wanted to be a not a naked knight, but I didn't want any armor on, and I didn't want a sword. I don't. I just wanted to be a knight. With no sword and no armor, but brave. You know, the one that came up and was friends with the dragon. I don't want to conquer a dragon. I just want to be open to it. <laughs> and if I died, I died. Um, and that's kind of how I am now. I'm like, if I, if, I, if I die, literally or figuratively, I die. But I am going to be an open person. Just like when I see somebody, they're driving down the street 
and they got a Confederate flag in the back of the truck. I want to make so many stories up about yeah. that. You know? And it's almost like a protection, like this dude, you know, or I see a guy and he's he's maybe on meth or whatever. I, I'm not going to be like, hey, man, you know, what's up? The Confederate flag dude, I don't have a problem to say, hey, what's going on? Because I don't know the whole story. I, mean, I, I can guess, but it, it's only a guess. And, uh, you know, if I saw some guys in the KKK, you know, outfits walking down the street, I'm going to be like, hey, dude, how's it going? You know, I'm going to be a little closed, but I want to be open. You want to be know? open. I too. want to be. Think of like the greatest, uh, I wouldn't say people, this, you know, people that that I like that I think were open people. Um, how they, I watch them with other people. And, and they're fearless, and that's the key. They are fearless. Like think of think of the the everybody knows like Gandhi, Mother Teresa. They're fearless, you know, and, and they were fearless. And uh, man, that that would be cool to be like that. But I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'll I would try. I can try. But uh, well, tell me because I want to ask you. Um, and hopefully it's not too personal and hopefully you're oh, cool yeah, talking no. about it. But nah, you've man. had a couple of relationships. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and the only reason I know that is because I follow you on Facebook. Yeah, and, and I write about it. So, yeah. You do, which that. is good, right? You open <laughs> yeah. up and you share about it. They don't think it's good sometimes. <laughs> you wrote that shit. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't put your name in it. <laughs> but um, do you think that that thing that you're trying to do, that process of remaining open, uh-huh. do you think that that may be some of the reasons why some of your relationships didn't end up working out because people struggle in that space? Oh, oh, it's uncomfortable, man. It ain't cool sometimes. And um, the other thing is, uh, you know, when I was talking about stories, we do that in our relationship too. Like before you get in a relationship and you make up a story about how it's going to end, or how it's going to be. And then you compare, and it's it's totally fiction. And then you compare what's really happening to your story. And then when it doesn't match up, you're upset. You're not open to what's really happening. You've made the story up. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to be happy. We're going to have goats. Yeah, yeah. Right? And if it doesn't line up with that, and sometimes we get upset about, and then this relationship's not working out because it's not lining up with this imaginary story that we told ourselves. And and that becomes, we're closing ourselves off to all the possibilities of different things, maybe even more amazing than goats happening, <laughs> right? Yeah. We close ourselves off to that. We're not open to that. And so sometimes I think relationships fail because we have a preconceived thing of how it's going to end and it doesn't follow that path. And then nothing sad. Like we don't, we don't like, no, we don't, this is not working out. And the reason it's not working out is because in my opinion, uh, it's not following that, that image or that story or that fiction. Did you find yourself doing that? Like, does that, does I, that I used to do that, but come? I don't, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. And I haven't done that for a while. Like when I started my Year Without Fear thing, that was the beginning of me not doing that. And not only that, but not putting my story on the other person of this is how you should be. This is how you should treat me. This is how. 
No, I don't do that anymore. What I do now is, this is how you are. Can I accept it or not? If I can't accept it, we're breaking up. If I, if I, if I can accept it, then we're good. You know, I, I'm not going to complain about it. This is how you are. This is how I am. Because I can't change, man. I can, <laughs> we can change like minimal, like little things. But our like, spirit and our true, like who we really are, I, I honestly believe that's hard. That's difficult. You don't think you can change that aspect of you? I think, I think you probably could, but it, like I said, it's difficult. I mean, it takes some, some mindful shit going down. You know? I, think, I, uh, I think that part of us, yeah. I don't think it changes because in our mind, that's a black and white difference, right? Right. Where we go yeah. from being this way this, to that yeah, way. Yeah, and it doesn't, yeah. I think that well, part sure. of us evolves. Sure. I, yeah, I can, Shifts and changes and yeah, grows yeah. in that way. Yeah, and then growth is probably a better yeah. term. It, it, it's, it's growing. It's not... I mean, you're changing, but you're still made up of the same shit that you were. It's just a transformation of it. And so, because you're different. I mean, you're a different oh, guy than you yeah, were a year ago when most, we sat down. Most definitely, yeah. I'm most definitely, and it, it's a, it's a good thing. But, but it doesn't come from the outside like we were talking before. You know that. And every time I say shit like this, I'm like, this is the cheesy shit. Well, ever. tell me, why do you think that shit's cheesy? <laughs> like, what's your hesitance to that? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. I don't know. I went to this uh, concert with my friend, uh, Lena. She, uh, her husband and a couple other people we went to this. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Nako? Have you heard of that? Nako? The medicine for the people, Nako. No, no, it sounds like something I probably should have heard you of. You should have. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've never heard of him. And if somebody's listening, they know, and they think I'm a dumbass because I don't know who that is. I am a dumbass. <laughs> Anyways, well, we went to the the concert, and it was cool, man. And everybody was like like minded people, you know, like, and it was it was kind of like on the hippie side a little bit for my taste, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but it was cool. But there are some I could I couldn't get past, and this is a problem that I have. I couldn't get past a certain thought like a, a judgment basically it was a, i was judging these these guys they were doing good music and everybody was raising their hands and you know swaying back and forth and having a good time and getting into it and my middle finger was in the air like fuck you guys <laughs> but i didn't say that but it was just up there like and literally literally like and then i looked at my friend lena and she just shook her head like why did i bring you to this <laughs> But there's it, and those guys were really good. I, I liked them, um, and I would go again, and I wouldn't flip them off or anything. And it wasn't really towards them. It was just like fuck this. I just didn't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just get like that. Some sometimes I, I'm not sure why I do that. But if it feels like concocted or contrived or, or something, or I, I don't know. I just. I want to push away from it instead of embracing it. And that's where my openness and close, being closed happens. Something happens and I'm like immediately shut off to it. And I don't want to do that, even with these guys, especially with guys who just make good music. And So, you know, I don't know why I do that kind of thing. It's been funny because I, <laughs> like I follow some, like not somewhere, I see your shit pop up on Facebook all the right. time, right? Uh-huh. And it's so funny because... I think about, like, I do this all the time and I get a kick out of it where, I mean, we haven't talked, 
since we last sat down yeah, and had an interview, right? Over a year? Over a year ago. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, I feel like I kind of know what you've been up to and what's right. been going. Yeah, yeah. And then you share so much uh, when you write <laughs> at times. Right. And almost like a like a snapshot and insight into where you're right. at emotionally yeah. and mentally yeah. and mm-hmm. things like that. And I can kind of get a feeling for what you're going through and what you're right. experiencing. And one of the things that I find humorous, I think it's funny and I don't, you know, not in a, <laughs> making fun of you in any kind yeah, of way. But Go ahead, man. I'm good. You, you talk about... <laughs> these big, huge ideas and these concepts. Right. And when you start talking about, like, for example, you had this one post where you talk about where, um, like you could feel somebody was sad around you. Yeah. It was a trip too. Like you could have that feeling where you knew you were happy. Like there wasn't anything wrong. Everything was cool. But yet you had this feeling of somebody was sad. Right. But you couldn't pin it down. You couldn't figure out what it was or whatever, but you had a real physical feeling and reaction to it. And I'm sitting there reading that and I'm just kind of laughing at myself. (laughs) Cause I'm like, that shit's so, I mean, there's an aspect of it where we could go like way crazy, hippie, metaphysical yeah, right. and look at it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. And people do that. Right. But for me, it's just normal. Like, yeah. That's just yeah, a yeah. realization. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. so many people don't have that realization. Right. And you have a, you have resistance yeah, to that stuff. I, <laughs> and so like, for what do you sure. think that I, is? Like I what aspect no of that? Yeah. So, so I, let me give you a story real quick. So, uh, I turned some, towards the mic. For me something happened to, um, with my back, right? Mm-hmm. Just recently. And so I went down to the river and I guess it's cold and I was like, I'm going to get in here. And so I took a picture and I put it up on, uh, on, on the internet, Facebook. And, and I, I just put like, let the, let the river heal you or whatever. And my daughter, who's 17. Um, got on there and he goes, Dad, that's so hippie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no shit, that was hippie. And I'm, so I'm like, yeah, well, I'm not a hippie though. And so everybody who knows me, my my good friends, my family, you know, my my daughter, my sons, they they're like, Dad, you're you're like a hippie. I'm like, I'm not a fucking hippie. <laughs> I'm not. And. uh I don't know why I'm resistant to that. Maybe just because the label, and, and, and I don't, I don't know. I, I can't answer that. I just don't. I have no idea. It's so funny though, right? Because it is just a label, right? Yeah, it's and just because it's, it's not things, even bad. It's no, not it's a not. bad thing. Yeah, and the things that we would stereotypically classify people as, you know, yeah. that fall into that category of being mm-hmm. a hippie or whatever. Yeah, like you said, those aren't bad things. They're not bad at all. But yet, <clears throat> if somebody. <clears throat> If you were to post something, uh, you know, jujitsu related, right? And somebody calls you out and say, "Hey, you're a, like, you know, you're a jujitsu guy." Yeah, like you're not going to be resistant to that label. You're going to embrace that in a sense, and you can yeah. kind of wear that one a little bit easier than you could yeah, if somebody weird, said yeah. that, you know, you were a hippie. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know because I think. You know, I'm drawing attention to it because I'm talking to you, but everybody's got those, right? Everybody's got those things about themselves that they don't want to be labeled as. They don't want to think that they kind of fall into that, um, into that space or whatever the Mm -hmm. case may be. Even if it's true. Yeah. Do you know (laughs) what I mean? I know exactly. And so I, like, I follow you and I see all your stuff and I'm just like, (laughs) like, give into it. Like, just relax into that and accept it. And and I'm always like, oh, accept it. Be open. (laughs) I'm like, no, I'm not open to that. <laughs> I'm closed. Give me my armor, man. Give Do you think that wall. goes way back to like 
early childhood oh, stuff of things that because it doesn't make any it. sense you know mm-hmm. it just doesn't make any sense so there's something in there that will not let me embrace it you know whatever it is and that, not only that just a lot of things you know like but the good news is for me is after time i find myself embracing things and being open to things that i thought i never would be running for example mm-hmm. you know when you're over 300 pounds you don't run you know most people i don't and it and and i would just talk shit about it run it blah 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 you know and uh then i started running and i'm like oh man i love this and so would you call yourself a runner oh man? hell yeah yeah run i'm not good but i run mm-hmm and uh, I had an English teacher one time. She said, well, Mark, are you a writer? I think it was in a freshman in high school or something. And I'm like, no. And she goes, well, do you write? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, well, you're a writer then. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. You know, if you do it, you're it. Yeah. And so maybe I'm doing some hippie shit. I don't know. But everybody else seems to think I am, even though I don't. But, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> tell me about tell me about that experience where you felt like you could feel somebody else's feelings. Oh uh, yeah, so it's happened a couple of times, mm-hmm. and it's probably happened a ton, and I just didn't realize what was going on. So basically, what happened was I'm I'm sitting there, and I just feel it just you you just feel sad, dude. Like, and but and then you think, and this never happened to me before. You know, you just feel sad, and then you go out in your day and you take that sadness with you and you and you act sad and you you're sad but for some reason i um i was like wait 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 no i'm not i'm not sad i felt sad but i'm not there's no reason to be sad nothing's happened where's this coming from and it was just a heavy oops sorry it was just a heavy feeling like boom like and then i'd realize this is somebody else's thing this is not mine there's no and even I hated to admit that to myself because, you know, this sounded like ho- like some hokey shit. And I think I probably felt this way, like that a lot, but just kind of been like, well, this is how I feel. And it's not coming from anywhere else. But anyway, so I had that feeling. And so I, I texted my friend uh, for some reason. And uh, it was actually my ex-girlfriend, one of them. And I'm like, hey, is everything good with you? You know, I just texted her. Um, I mean, I hope you're doing okay, blah, blah, blah. And uh, a couple days later, she texted me back. And she'd been hiking. And that day I texted her. She was uh, crying and in, in, in like in the desert uh, hiking by herself and just was super emotional. And so she's like, dude, what? This is so weird because I was so sad. I was like, oh, shit, this is what it was. <laughs> At least, and I don't know if that's true, but it could have been. And for some reason, it was her that I thought of. Like, And then, anyways, so I I don't know. It's just weird shit. I don't like to really even deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just weird. I don't, it just makes me feel weird, and I it probably shouldn't. Do you think but, it makes you feel weird because you don't understand it? Oh, definitely. I don't know what that is. I don't know if it was just pure coincidence. I, I mean, I think we're connected somehow, you know, yeah. especially if if we had, like had a relationship with someone. I mean, there has to be something more than I mean, it just has to be. 
But at the same time, I don't think I have anything to do with that. But maybe I do. You know, I just don't want to look at it like that. It's like flipping off the the band. You know, why you can do flip? These guys are talking about peace and love and shit, and you're being a dick. And you're flipping them off. Yeah, because you don't want to, like, go ahead and agree with them, even though they might be right. So, I I don't know. But that that's what happened. And so now I've had that feeling a couple of times since then. I'm like, nope, I'm not sad. And uh, so I'm just like, also tr- the message. And I was going to say, do you try to connect to it now? Yeah, yeah. Kind of oh, see yeah. what it I'm just to. like, maybe somebody needs my help or just a kind word or, you know, something. Mm-hmm. You know, without without you know, giving myself superpowers or anything. I'm just like, there's something going on that I can't really explain, but there's, it's there. And I'm just going to face it, you know, be open to it, really. Even though my open valve is shut sometimes and opens and shuts and opens, I would like it to be open all the time. I think it's the type of thing that probably can't be. Yeah. And I don't know if it's even, we may not be able to be like that. I mean, some people, they have to be. It just seemed like amazing. Yeah. I wanted to, I'll just put this, I'd like to be more open, if not totally. Well, do you want me to throw a bunch of labels at you and describe <laughs> what I would uh, typically uh, describe that experience of feeling somebody else's feelings as? Yeah, go ahead, man. I'm So I think that, <clears throat> have you ever heard of the term or the phrase, uh, uh, somebody that's an empath? Yeah, so my, Lena, the same, she was like, she threw that out. I'm like, no, that's not what it is. You know, it's real common uh, <laughs> for like school teachers. Yeah. To naturally be empathic. And that oh, okay. tends that to be why sense. they go into that field mm. because they have a natural ability to uh, connect to people yeah. and, you know, kids and help them in the space. And even if it's not directly like I'm helping this yeah, student yeah, 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 struggling yeah. or challenged, yeah. still be able to be in that okay, space. Okay. Let me ask you this the question then, because I don't really know a ton about this, this stuff. But so if you're that empathic, do you feel, okay, let me, how do I explain it? So a lot of times in the classroom, I'll have kids and I can, I, I deal with them and we talk and we have, we have relationships and we, you mm-hmm. know, and then some days I feel exhausted and it's usually when a kid, maybe one, maybe two, maybe five, they're growing, they're going through some shit. And they're talking to me, or or I'm re- even reading their writing about a topic or whatever. And then after, and I think this is probably just human, but I just feel like I'm carrying their shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And let me ask you this other thing, because you probably know this. So that is one thing. Mm-hmm. I get used to get drained sometimes. And the other thing is, I uh, I don't really like to look people in the eye. <laughs> and it's not because I'm a murderer or, you know, antisocial or because I, uh, one of my, the, my ex-girlfriends was like, you, you never look me in the face, you know, especially when we first started. And I, I just don't. Like you're having a hard time doing it as we're sitting yeah. here talking. Right. And so I've, and I never re- really, re- she pointed it out and I'm like, oh shit, I really, I don't. I look, I look every you know, around the face, and sometimes I look, you know, to the ground, and, and 
And I, I thought at first maybe it was just cultural, like that's how I was raised, mm -hmm. you know? You just don't make that kind of... In some cultures, they don't make as much eye contact as some other cultures, blah, blah, blah. But then I started thinking about it, and, and this is going to sound weird. I'm going to say cheesy again. I started thinking about it, and I don't want to know that person that well. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to know them by looking them in the eye, and I don't want them to know all my shit. Like, I can... It's just, if I look somebody in the face, all this shit comes out of there. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. <laughs> okay. Like, all, all this stuff comes rushing out, and I don't want that. You know, if, if it's if it's uh, my girlfriend we've been going out, blah, 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 then, okay, I can, I can take it. But I don't want to look at somebody in the face. And it's not like information. I don't know how to describe it. It's just a bunch of stuff. It is information. Now I take that back. It is information. But it's not like, you know, I'm five foot three, you know, I've been married four times. It's not that kind of information. Mm -hmm. It's just like a, I don't know how to explain it. Anyways, so those two two things, eye contact and, <laughs> and just the feeling of, you know, like taking somebody's set, like they're whatever they're going through. Yeah, taking their and shit. Almost away. like carrying it. It is just a weird kind of thing. So I'm not I'm not too sure about those things. Yeah. And I'm even really proud of myself for asking because you know, <laughs> does it make you feel way uncomfortable? Yeah, you're just like, dude, I don't even want to talk about this kind of stuff, man. I, I it's just, I don't even want to. It, unfortunately, I don't even want to be open to a lot of, of it. Mm -hmm. But then I think, man, yeah, hell yeah, you do. You want to? That's what you want. I was gonna say, you talk about like, exactly. I don't want to look people in the eye because I don't want. But yeah, yeah. How it's that's a, the antithesis it's a paradox. of you being open, it's right? A paradox, man. I want to be open, but I don't want to be that open. Yeah. Or I don't know what to do with it. That Maybe that's a better way to look at it. If you're open, like you were talking about, it's a struggle, right? Mm -hmm. How, what do you do with all that shit that's coming in? It's not necessarily a bad, bad stuff, but what do you do with it? Yeah. I mean, do you process it through your own? And then like, shit, you're sad. Now I'm sad. Man, get, I don't, get out of here. I don't want that. So, I don't know. I'll give you... <clears throat> So we'll get way hippie spiritual for you, okay? <laughs> I'm going to flip you off in about five seconds. <laughs> you walk off with your hand up in the air. Um, and this is my take on it, right? Yeah, yeah, Like I, sure. I, yeah. Have, uh, I have beliefs and I have ideas, right? And some of these things are, they hit right into the area of my beliefs. Like I believe this shit. Okay, yeah. And then some of it's just my ideas. Right. And so <clears throat> I think you're just a natural empath. Oh, but I think everybody is. <laughs> okay, good. I, Do you know I, what I mean? Yeah. I think I everybody know. has that ability because if you describe it in the sense, so if I describe it, you're here because we're here recording at your school and everything right. like that. Mm -hmm. Some Somebody walks in and you say, hey man, what's going on? How are you? Hi. Yeah, yeah. You can instantaneously yeah. feel yeah. You if go there's with, something going on. You go with your gut, right? Right. That's like that gut feeling. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got that. And yeah. Everybody recognizes that. Yeah. And that's that's an empath in a sense. That's okay, that the, makes sense. That's yeah. the ability to tap into something that isn't being said right. or something that you can't mm -hmm. see. You can just, just have feel a feeling, it, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah. everybody's got that. Everybody accepts okay. that. Yeah. We're okay with that. Yes. Yeah. You, I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I think that you feel it so strongly at times, uh -huh. the reason why you have this unconscious behavior that you've probably had your whole life, right, where you don't like looking people in the eye, yeah. Is because you have the, I mean, it's like everything else, right? 
if we're going to teach somebody jujitsu, everybody can do it. Right. But not everybody's fucking kick ass at it. Right. Right. Yeah. Some people get on the mat and they're just, you, you can just tell, right. Yeah. They'll come yeah, yeah. heavy for two weeks and the yeah. next thing you know, they're, they're jumping levels and that you can yeah, just accelerating yeah. because phenomenal. Yeah. they've got something. Yeah. But everybody can do it. Right. But not everybody's going to be Good a skilled, it. proficient yeah. master at it in a sense. It. And so everybody's an empath, but there's something about you that you're just a little bit more connected in that way. Uh, <clears throat> I think that's probably why you're a school teacher. I think that's probably yeah. why you were one for so long. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. probably why people are drawn to you and connect to you in a sense. Okay. But then you find yourself still insulating and putting up some yeah. of those walls oh, yeah. and those barriers yeah. because you can fill all of this shit that they're yeah. bringing. Right. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it, right? Yeah. And like to go really kind of on this deep level, and it's not deep, it's just hippie <laughs> dumb shit, but it's just vibration. It's just energy that's yeah. out there. And so you say, well, what am I supposed to do with it? Right. Right. I don't want to look somebody in the eye or I don't want to connect with them. Or you have those experiences that you can recall where yeah. you had all this shit and you're like, God, I just feel tired and exhausted. <laughs> yeah. I took yeah. on all this stuff. Right. And so a lot of times, at least for me personally, <clears throat> Because I feel the same way. Uh, do I feel like I'm supernaturally connected and empathic to people? Yeah, I do. Uh, but even me, I don't like necessarily walking around describing or defining right. myself yeah, that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. And um, so when I brought awareness to it and started to look at it in a different way, mm -hmm. not like having to suddenly define myself and right. now this is going to be this my is new who mission I am. in life. Yeah, no, and, I don't know. No, it's just like. <laughs> recognizing that there's something else out there and I can bring awareness to it, then I had an easier time recognizing it when right. I would pop up. Yeah. And then weird. also an easier time of not taking everybody's shit. Yeah. And not okay. bringing all that baggage. Or just recognizing, mm -hmm. like, this ain't mine. Yeah. That was huge that is for huge. me. I was like, this is not my shit. Mm-hmm. That was weird. But it was cool. I was like, Hell But then yeah. you have that extra step of where you... Because this is the way that I think like the subtle universe kind of intertwined with everything kind of works, right? Mm -hmm. Where you're going to have a feeling, you're going to have something pop up and you're not going to recognize it. And then your thought pattern and the process of thought that comes after that mm -hmm. is the universe, whether you want to think of it feeding you information right. or you suddenly standing up into that flow of energy where you're oh, receiving okay. the information. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter how you want to look at it. Mm -hmm. But suddenly these thoughts that follow right. afterwards... Right are where you're supposed to go and what you're supposed oh, to do. I, yeah, that makes sense. And you've had these experiences in the last little while, right? Last mm -hmm. year, six months, yeah. whatever. Yeah, not the year. Because you're doing all of this other shit yeah. to open up. All right. of these other practices, right? Not mm -hmm. just with yoga and mindfulness yeah. and the ways that you're kind of approaching life, mm -hmm. but the combination of all of them. Right. So it's giving you the ability to be open to this stuff even more. Yeah. And that's why it's like, Oh, I thought of her. I sent her a text. Turns out that it was really kind of a coincidence, coincidence and kind yeah. of a synchronistic thing right. where, yeah. you know, she probably benefited from getting that little bit of connection right. and information. And, yeah. and it actually, she said that helped me so much when I saw that. See? <laughs> yeah. And who knows what the reason is for, yeah, right? exactly. That's the fun part for me is where I get to sit back and <clears throat> like, I let my imagination go wild where I'm like, what yeah. is the reason for all this shit? Yeah. 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 And I don't That's ever true. think it's one. It's right. not ever a definitive, this was the exact reason. Uh -huh. I think there's multiple reasons and all of them are right. Yeah, yeah. And so you needed to connect with her in that moment, even if it was just to lift her spirits right. a little bit, make her yeah, smile, yeah. give her a little warm feeling. Maybe it was something way more drastic yeah. that you were able to kind of 
help in the in the experience of staring her away from something. Yeah, yeah, could have been. Who and knows? then at the same time, it helps you in your own growth That's and recognition. Good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All those kind of oh, things yeah. that happen. Yeah. You just yeah, got to be open to it. I, exactly. Like you said, though, that shit is not easy, man. You can practice it. Yeah. That's what, that's, that's what I, that's my, what's happening now to me is like, I, afraid, at first I was afraid of everything. <clears throat> yeah. Not, not, not really, but you know, there was some fear things that I wanted to deal with. And, and now I've got, you know, shit still scares me. I mean, if, if, if a grizzly bear came in here, I'd be shitting my pants. <laughs> but that's not the fear I'm talking about. The fear of you know, the, the limiting kind of, you know, your self-prison kind of thing. Uh, but that's pretty much, I recognize that. When that when that starts happening, when that little voice starts saying, dude, you sure? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, get out of here. I, I'm doing what I want to do. That's no problem. I'm, I'm good with that. But now I'm, I'm addressing... Uh, you know, being open to things, and there's still fear in that. That's that's mm-hmm. the thing. There's there's fear in in being open, and we're closed. At least I am when I'm afraid of something. But figuring out what I'm actually afraid of is the difficult part. You know, hey Mark, you're a hippie. Why am I afraid of that? I don't I don't get that. These guys are up here saying about love and this, and why am I afraid of that? Or like you said, resistant to it. I don't know. I'm not sure. That's where writing helps me a ton. I'm like, I want to. I want to look at this. Yeah. I, I want to take it and I want to look at it. And uh, that helps. It helps a ton. Well, I got some challenges for you. Oh God, you had a challenge for me last time about chakras, and I didn't do shit about it. But <laughs> I did uh, have uh, some friends of mine who are uh, Reiki uh, masters uh-huh. come in, and they. And they did a cool little like thing where they touch your head and you like see stuff. And you could see and feel shit, right? It was so weird yeah. and awesome at the same time. And there was about 10 or 15 of us sitting in a circle. And they, they just did our head because there were so many of us. But then they'd ask, what did you, you know, did you see anything, blah, blah, blah. And everybody was, yeah, this happened, blah, and I saw that, I felt this, blah. And they got to me and I was like, pass. Because I didn't want to say. I was like, I ain't saying shit. Yeah, no, sure. Nope. And so they just went on, and I was like, I ain't telling nobody. <laughs> I did end up telling. You did see stuff, though, right? Yeah, it was so weird. Yeah, it's funky. Oh, it, it was a trip. But I was like, and that's the same thing. You know, I didn't want being resistant to it, or, you know, reluctant to kind of accept. I mean, that was, it was a strange. Well, think about your life. And whether it's the last year or the last five years, think about how much you've grown in the experience of challenging yourself yeah. with oh, yeah. hard things. Mm-hmm. So whatever it would be, whatever it is, you maybe have a little bit of fear. Maybe it takes you a little bit of while, but the more you practice it, the easier it is to say, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. I'm going to move through these challenges yeah, and these hard yeah. things yeah. because I see all the growth that I get from it and all well, that. Yeah. Like this huge benefit mm-hmm. personally from all of those experiences, right? Yeah. And I think that's a good, good thing. And more people need to challenge themselves to do the things that make them uncomfortable. Right. So <clears throat> I got a practice for you. All right. Uh, I'm not guaranteeing can... <laughs> I'm going to do it, but I'll, I'll listen. To it. I'll be open to it. There go ahead. Go. Just be open to it. <laughs> so there's this thing in the, in the space of like spirituality and energy healing and all sorts of metaphysical shit. Okay. Um, face gazing is what it's called. Oh, and so... 
it's and it's probably got its lineage and whatever you know dating back who knows how long ago or whatever what's it called face face gazing face gazing and so literally it's super easy you're just sitting in front of somebody staring at their face there's no way and whether you want to <laughs> there's no way <laughs> well, hold on a minute so whether you want to focus on their eyes focus okay. on their nose focus on their forehead it doesn't matter what it is okay but you just sit in that space and literally say nothing and stare and what happens is in that space, you'll start to see, and when I say this is exactly what happens, your experience might be different, right? Yeah, There's yeah. somebody out there yeah, that's yeah, done it. It might sure. be different. Yeah. But their face slowly starts to morph and change. And depending upon whatever it may be, the timing, the experience, the person, your energy, whatever, uh -huh. their face may shift and change into something like frightening or scary or uh. sometimes like I've seen a... Like faces change and almost something that I would describe like an animal where so yeah. you start to see like a demon or, you know, a muzzle <laughs> or something like that appear. What? And then um, if you stay in it longer and the longer you practice it, yeah. some really, really crazy cool shit happens. So how long do you do it? The goal, <clears throat> and when I say goal, like do it as long as you can do it, right? Because it's a meditation mm. in a sense too. Where it's that space okay. where you're going to go. So quiet. how do you find somebody? You're like, uh, hey, girl, <laughs> let me. Can, we, can I gaze at your face? Well, the challenging thing <laughs> is it doesn't have to be with an intimate partner. Yeah, I, I get that, but like I'm you just, can do it I'm with just anybody. Putting right? that, dude, I don't know. The the fact is, it's going to open you up. Okay, well, then I'll because try it. you're gonna because I'm already uncomfortable with that, so I might as well go into that challenge. Right, like that—that yeah. that gives you a, yeah. a bunch of yeah, resistance. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Right off the bat, you're like, "Fuck no!" And it's like I running know. a marathon. Like, dude, I don't know if I really want to do this, mm -hmm. but I'm probably going to. And when it comes to being an empath, like, stop thinking about it in the sense of like a curse. Not only not only a curse, <laughs> but like you don't have to just because you can feel what it, somebody else is feeling. Yeah. You don't have you to don't take have to take any it. Of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, that's the, when I said it's not mine, I'm like, that was the first time I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I'm still, I'm good. I'm good, man. And yeah, it was. And that, that was, takes that practice. Was weird. Yeah. And like the more you practice that space of being there and feeling somebody or trying, like you can get to a point where you can try to connect to people. Yeah. Rather than just waiting for it to come out of the blue. And when you try to practice it and you go into it consciously, mm -hmm. then you can get more stuff and it kind of gets real funky and weird. But yeah. at the same time, it gives you the, it's almost, I mean, it's like any other muscle that you work, right? It's going to give yeah. you the ability to yeah. kind of um, separate those boundaries where I don't, I don't want to take any of this with me at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. I don't need any of this. This isn't my stuff. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to, I mean, like anything else, it's going to open you up more internally yeah, within cool. your own space. Yeah, I dig it. It's hard though. Dude, I'm imagining it right now. Shit, no. Like, mm -mm. Yeah, but it's fun though. Know, yeah. And it, it can be hurt. fun. It wouldn't hurt nothing. So tell me about, because um, I know you travel. And, yeah. Uh, is it Ragnar, right? Mm hmm. Tell me about that. So I got a, my sister works for Ragnar, the relay race company. And uh, they need some people to work in their merchandise uh, tent. And she was like, Mark, you know, you're not, you're not, uh, teaching anymore. You know, can you get away from, from jujitsu and like, five days at a, at a time. And, uh, you know, you, you can travel, you know, you can go around and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And so I've been doing it. It's my second year and I've been to like 
man, I've been to, I'm going to West Virginia again coming up and uh, Rainier, you know, Washington and Lake Tahoe. It's every, like, all kind of New all York. Yeah. How long are you usually there for? for about five days. Yeah. And so we, we set up one day, basically sell for three and then take down and then travel back home by Sunday. But, uh, yeah, man, I, the thing is, I would have never, I, I started doing that job when I was still working, um, at the end of my, uh, English teacher deal. Um, but I would have never done that if I wasn't open to it. And so that's when I started realizing, man, I, I gotta be available for stuff that I don't think that I would normally be available too because normally i'd have been like no shit i gotta work that's five days yeah can't take that and i was like man screw it i'm gonna do it and then so i did it and then i was like oh i really like that so i i'm still doing it and um how often do you get to go i go once a month when the, during the race season mm-hmm. which is usually from april to about november so i go to one or two sometimes three a month but usually one or two and then I have people that run my, my jujitsu school when I'm gone because they're awesome. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm traveling, you know, five to ten days a month. And uh, it's really good, man. I meet all kinds of cool people. Get to run. That's the thing. Like we get, we get to run the trails. I only do trail races. They have road races, too. But mm-hmm. I don't. I want to be out in nature, man. I don't want to be on no damn highway that's just not my thing. But uh, so we get to run the trails and be out. It's been really cool. And it just reminds me to be open to stuff. Like even things like if you would have asked me in high school what I would be doing for a living, it wouldn't be this. You know, it just wouldn't be. I mean, you know, I wanted to be a teacher, but then I thought, oh, they don't make enough money. So I want to be something else. And and I'm just I found myself doing this that secretly maybe I really did dream about when I was younger, but it just didn't make any sense. But now I'm like, hell yeah. Does it make sense now? Oh yeah, of course it does. It's it's it it was like destined to be almost like, of course I'm supposed to be doing this. Why wouldn't I? And there's other things that I'm sure if I'm just open to it, they'll happen too. Like maybe things I don't even recognize that I want to do. What's the last thing that you can think of that was like that? Where I thought this will never happen. That kind of yeah, thing. like something that had you not been open to, you would have missed out on this experience oh. or this new thing that you're starting to incorporate into your life or whatever the case yeah. may be. Well, of course, running always comes up because I, I thought it was a stupid thing. Mm-hmm. Why would people do that? Um, and then running ties in with Ragnar, of course. And that's part of the reason I took the job because I like running so much. I was like, man, I get to run too and get paid. I'm doing it. <laughs> Um, but though, you know, it was that, and it, it just seems like when we talked last time, we talked about, uh, saying yes to everything, you mm-hmm. know, within reason. And, uh, that's, that's made a huge difference. Like things that I would normally talk myself out of, I was doing. And, uh, even being, a, uh, owning a jujitsu school, I remember when I was a kid, I wanted to be, a I used to watch Kung Fu theater all the time. I wanted to be one of those masters, you know, the white haired, you know, uh-huh. you know Pai Mei now, but they didn't, it wasn't Pai Mei when I was a kid. But anyways, 
uh, just one of those guys that ran the temple and taught martial arts. And I'm like, oh shit, that's, I'm that right now. I'm that, I'm the master of a school, you know? And it's funny because at the time I wanted to take martial arts, but we were too poor, you know, we mm-hmm. couldn't afford it. And then all of a sudden, you know, when I was 28, I started taking jujitsu. And uh, now I'm like, oh shit, I got my own school. It's weird. It's cool. Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah. It's I, one of those things that, I mean, yeah. I always think this has been something that I've been, um, like, it's been really big for me lately where I've been thinking about it a lot and kind of analyzing it in a sense mm-hmm. and how common it is for people to, we're always looking forward. We're right. always moving forward. We're always thinking mm-hmm. about the shit that we have to do later today and tomorrow and next week and life's coming at me so fast, right? Yeah. And then when we take time or even when we don't take time and we look back, uh-huh. we always look at all the shit. <laughs> like anytime we look in the rearview mirror, we're always looking at all the things that we fucked up on, all yeah, the ways yeah. that we messed yeah. up, all the yeah. terrible experiences that we went through. And then mm-hmm. we turn around and face forward again and then just yeah. look at all the things that we have to survive through. Mm. And so I'm trying to constantly, when I take a minute to look back, whether it's on the week, on the month, on the year, whatever the case may be, rather than looking at all the ways that I failed or all yeah. the ways that I didn't, you know, quite meet what I wanted to mm-hmm. look at all the ways that I succeeded yeah. and look at all the things that I've accomplished and look at where I've come right. even in those short amount of times. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it's massive, right? It makes yeah. a huge it's difference cool for shit, me. man. You're like, damn, I'm, you know, I, cause we don't do it. We don't do it. And then when we, you know, like I said, even if it's just a short six months, say, right. Right. That's enough time where you can have big changes in your life. Huge. Yeah in just that short amount of time. Mm -hmm. And rather than looking back and thinking about all the shit that's happened during that time, Uh think about all the wonderful things and where you're at and what you've got to experience. Oh, it's amazing, man. It's amazing. You're just like, dude, I, yeah. I, and then, and then it gives me all hyped and amped because I'm like, Oh shit, I got some life to live still. I don't know how much, but I'm gonna go ahead and do that and see what happens. And, uh, I, I, I haven't, uh, put myself in these little uh, narrow pathways anymore i'm just like i i used to think okay i'm gonna go to college i'm gonna do this now i'm like i've already done all that kind of shit you know i'm gonna get married now i'm like okay what's gonna happen like i just want to i'm not even i'm walking but i don't know where i'm going and whatever and i even teach jujitsu like that now which is really weird and some people are like what the hell and so, so in jujitsu, you you know this, but you're trying to to uh, make somebody submit, right? You're you're trying mm-hmm. to tap them. For a lot of people, that's the goal of jujitsu. But but now for me, that's not the goal of jujitsu. The goal of jujitsu is to practice jujitsu. It's not to end jujitsu. It's not to make somebody quit, and then you don't get to do jujitsu anymore, you know, unless you start again. <laughs> so I always say, okay, you, you, we're going to do jujitsu, but. Think of it as walking in the woods. You're not even going anywhere specific. You're not going to your grandma's house. You're not going to the top of the mountain. You're just walking around. And whatever you see, you see. So if there's a submission over there and you want to pick it up, go ahead and go for that. But you're not going. You're not hiking to a submission. You're walking in the forest. Oh, look at that bird. Oh, look at this. Oh, look at that. Look at this water. Oh, this is awesome. The longer you can stay in the forest, the more it benefits you. So like the endless perpetual role that never ends. It never ends. And if you never tap the guy and maybe you have a buzzer going, a timer, 
and that ends it and you got to leave the forest and leave the forest. That's okay. But you spend as much time there as possible. Have you seen that change your game at all? Oh, yeah, man. I don't even... <laughs> if I cannot tap you, that's I don't want to. And sometimes, because I'm a big dude, they people tap because I'm like, yeah, Mark, get off me, dude. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember that I'm, very well. <laughs> I'm in the woods, man. I don't care. I'm in the woods. And they're like, I need to get the hell out of here. <laughs> you know, they don't want to be in the woods with a big-ass grizzly bear on yeah. them. You know what I mean? So, so I, I try to make it last as long as I possibly can without hurting the forest. You know what I mean? Without hurting my partner, without doing injustice to jujitsu. You know, I want it to be clean and good and fun. So that's pretty much how I'm living right now. Well, I'm just walking in the forest and whatever I see happen, I'm going to go ahead and walk towards that if I want to. You know, I'm not like so focused on, oh, I got to make a hundred G's, which would be incredible, right? I'd have to make a hundred G's this year. You know, I'm good with if I can get some egg in my top ramen, you know, with that. <laughs> I will, I, 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 I give that hundred grand up to to experience and be open to all these other things that yeah. I that I am now and and uh, you know I think and and I didn't really realize this until we started talking but I think that's my openness is probably my number one thing right now that I've consciously and, and probably subconsciously have been moving towards. Um, and I'm just going to go with that and see what happens with it. It's good stuff. Yeah. So we'll I see. got a title of the new book for you. Ah, let's hear it. The Resistant Hippie. <laughs> I'm going to write that shit in my 100 Gs. <laughs> coming. The Resistant. I like it, actually. Yeah. That's funny. Well, it's good stuff, Mark. Yeah, As man. As always, man, I appreciate yeah, chatting with you. Yeah, yeah, It's not even like, it's just a conversation. That's what I dig about it. I'm yeah. Just, just bullshit. That's the funnest thing for yeah, me. Yeah, that's the best thing. That Perfect timing, right? Yeah. You said that big ass truck <laughs> yeah. go by, but yeah. uh, people want to reach out, connect with you in any way, even if it's just to fucking see what you're up to. Yeah, yeah. So I just, um, I used to have a website that I, yeah, I don't even have a website for my jujitsu school. I'm you like, don't really need them anymore. No, I'm like, no, man, what? So I got, I just do everything on Facebook. My yeah. kids are like, Dad, you need Instagram. This is, this <laughs> way. I'm like, yeah, but yeah, no. I already do too much on other, you know, I don't want to. But anyways, so, it, yeah, I've, I write pretty much. I try to write every day. Lately, it's been off and on, but I'm back on to, um, my game, so to speak. But anyways, I, it's uh, Mark Westside Johnson is my Facebook. Because there's a shit ton of Mark Johnson. <laughs> and some of them are bad people. Like, I try to get this uh, car one time, and they're like, your credit is terrible and you owe fifty thousand dollars in alimony I'm like <laughs> i'm still married man i didn't it's the other guy it was and it would turned out to be another guy and uh so anyways uh my name of my jujitsu school is west side to the in uh in thailand if you train at a school you take that school's name as your last name really yeah and so uh, you know, somebody will be named such and such, and their last name will be the name of their school, uh, their their Thai school, which I thought was that's that's awesome. So that is like I'm just gonna put Westside in there. That's good. I like that. So it's anyways, it's Mark Westside Johnson, and then I my writing is writer illustrator Mark Westside Johnson. 
Um, you got any other plans to uh, come out with anything in the near future? I'm working on jujitsu book, and it's not a an instructional book. Um, it's more like the benefits of jujitsu spiritually. I hate to say that, but that's exactly what it well, is. You got to throw that bit in there about <laughs> just walking through the forest. Yeah, man, it's, it's it's so many lessons. It's not about choking people or arm barring them or hurting them or making them submit. It's about you and some deep shit, some spiritual, like, some awareness and, and love. and. Well, I haven't trained in, shit. I don't even remember the last time I trained. It's been a really, really long time. Uh-huh. I got my long list of excuses why. Yeah, yeah, we all do. But um, <laughs> that was some of my favorite times was yeah. just in that space where it's that massive amount of time of just rolling with somebody else. Right. And, um do you know what I mean? It was somebody else that would maybe on that same level where they right. could go for a really long time. Right. Nobody, you, you're looking for that submission, but at the same time, yeah. you're enjoying that, yeah. that, that path. You're just a and, ball of humanness. You know, it's you mm-hmm. and another person and you're connected to that person and you don't want to hurt them. And at the same time, your mind's going, okay, go for this. And your sensitivity is like heightened. You know, you're like, oh, I felt that pinky touch, you know, my ankle. And now I'm going to sweep him. Oh, I feel him shifting his weight a little bit. And you're not even thinking that. It's just that information is just coming through your senses and you're moving and and he's moving or she's moving and you're reacting to it. And it's just like a wonderful, like, I just see the yin and yang symbol, which is a great symbol. Uh, when you roll, I mean, it's just you're connected, but you're your own thing you know that's just a, it's just a trippy kind of <laughs> thing you know it's a, it's a beautiful kind of thing it too. is beautiful yeah so anyways I'm, I'm just gonna try to get this book out and see what happens with that but other than that i'm just doing my jiu-jitsu school and having fun with yoga and running and i'm gonna actually start i'll just say this real quick i'm gonna start a bike company called JYB with my friend Lionel and he makes these bikes they're old bikes and he chops them up and he welds them together you've seen those right there's sometimes uh-huh. they're stretched out sometimes they're tall bikes bikes stacked on to each other, uh, each other. and uh, we're going to call it junkyard bikes and everything has to be used you can't and so we're going to get all these bikes chop them up put them together you know sell them and uh, our tagline is going to be junkyard bikes, and it's going to say re r e dash cycle. Get it? Recycle. That's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I'm excited about that. It'll be fun. It I've got I got about four or five bikes that Lionel has made, and uh, they're just fun. And See, that's the cool shit, right? Yeah, like you just get to do something, and that's it's going to be fun. Like yeah. you, no, what? When I no, where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. That's what I always think like. How did this end up in my lap? And uh, I think you're in a good flow. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with it, man. I don't. You're in that space where the universe happens. likes what you're doing, yeah. and it keeps putting good shit. In yeah, front of you. yeah and I'll take it. Thank you, and yeah. I'll give it back. You know, I don't pass it on or whatever. But yeah, so that's those two things are probably the what I'm really thinking about the most in my mind. Thank you very much. All right, man. Appreciate it. Everybody, go have a beautiful, beautiful day. Yes. One of the big things for me is not putting my story or what I think on somebody else, whether I'm in a relationship with them or they're walking by. 
the longer you can stay in the forest, the more it benefits you. I'm still like, dude, I want to do stuff. I just want to do things. I'm going to die in what, however many days, and I just don't want to waste them. Man, if you can just be open and just start tearing down those little walls that we put up, it, uh, you can do anything. I know it's cheesy. I don't give a shit. It's cheesy, but it's true. You know, it, you can do any damn thing. <laughs>